meaning of this sandbox and its contents are the independent thoughts of each host. It's not our intention, but we have been known to make people see red. Don't come to the sandbox and expect not to get dirty. In fact, we hope some sticks with you. So dig in, let's play. We are the Scarlet Sandbox. For the fun of it, you did post it, right? I just posted it back to our page. This is seven episodes where you have not managed to share the podcast to your personal page on the first try. Next will be two months. And here we are into parenting. Danner is going to parent me. I know. I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, good morning, everyone. I know it's because I keep forgetting to hit the top. Write post, change. I do write post. Yes. I just forget to and change. And then you the fall top. off. But it's because I'm in charge of the intro, so I'm my I'm trying to do all. The okay, things. next week I'll read the intro and we'll see if you can get it right on the first try. <laughs> and if you don't, stay well, tuned. Then it's not done. You wanna? Yeah. So I guess we should open with you know Burleson's officially lost its mind. I think uh, last. This morning, I guess four o'clock ish, we had a shooting. Uh, policeman is stable, but was shot multiple times. So we do want to make sure that everybody knows that we do. Um, we are thinking about that today. It's heavy. Praying for them. Praying for that officer, the family, the department. Being Our a first world. responder is scary, and I think it's actually um, interesting since we're talking about parenting today. You know. Right. I think it starts there. We have like, to raise better, better kids. Not that we're saying it's all 100% on you right. on how, you know, children turn out, but it is convenient, you know, how we're talking about parenting and what that looks like and the downpour. We are in April according to the calendar that we made for content. So we are talking about what happens when it rains and things that um, usually comes with life's storms right so we're on parenting finances was last week if you want to catch up next week we're doing co-parenting and then divorce after that dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, everybody's dun. like waiting for <laughs> <laughs> they're like yeah blah blah parenting let's get to but you know we kind of put it in this order because typically you know again we talked about last week like if you do things the right way then you got married <laughs> and then the money problems come and then you have kids which is and the kid problems come and then you divorce and then the co-parenting <laughs> we did life out of order so go ahead and put the calendar in order just go ahead and put our content in order but do as we say not as we yeah, do yeah man hang on let me put it in the right order now after i've lived the opposite did you do it are you good now Yes. Um, sorry, Tatum was just texting me because... Her youngest. Uh, yes, she's... They're on lockdown at the school. Yes. She just told me that apparently... Now, I do not know this to be true. This is coming from my 15-year-old. But now a white Toyota Camry dropped off a woman that was shot unresponsive at the police station. Good grief. So... Don't Everybody know if that's in Burleson, if you're at home, lock your doors. Yes, if you're like, at home, lock your doors. Lock your doors. Because that's what... Those people do is try to find a safe place to hide, and it's usually in your house. And so, um, you know, when we're talking about parenting and we're talking about raising good kids, I mean, and we're talking about the crazy world we're kind of sitting in right now, a couple of really key points that stand out for me as I was, like, thinking about this and praying over this this morning is um, 
you know, as the world is going crazy, being secure in who you are and whose you are mm. so that you're not of the world. You know, I think it's easy to go down that rabbit hole, right? Oh my gosh, the world's going crazy, Every, you know, and building that anxiety when the truth is, you know, remember who you are, remember your purpose, remain in control. And that's also how you're going to help your kids remain in control. For sure. So we're on the opposite end of the spectrum. Adrian has three grown girls and I have one wee little one. I do have two stepchildren. I have a 21-year-old stepson and a 17-year-old stepdaughter, but that's where we are. So we're kind of all over the place. So it's yeah, cool. but how old were they when, because you and Anthony have been married. Lena was 12 and then Matthew was 16. Yeah. Kirsten was 13. Oh, Landon yeah. Landon was 12. Yeah. So, but, you know, I personally, as a mom, have raised my three where right. you got six years in and now you're starting over, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really kind of fun that we have different stages to offer up. But, um, and I was kind of thinking about what highlights of my parenting, <laughs> you know, like, what would you do different? What would you, because I've said it before, I think there's a lot of things that I can tell y'all I've like screwed up. And there's plenty of times I've screwed up with my kids. Don't get me wrong. But I think that that's the one area. I don't know. I think God just knew I couldn't, you know, like I had to have some <laughs> sort of success. <laughs> Because I've raised some pretty good kids, yeah, you know? man. They're so, great. Um, despite you walking around in the yard two days ago, that is true. On a phone call, with you one still got to parent them. That's not always, you know. And she's twenty-one years old, you know, and it never stops. And I, you know, I, I feel like that's what a lot of people um, forget is parenting doesn't stop. It doesn't right. stop with your 40-hour work week. It doesn't stop with your commute. It doesn't stop with what you've got going on in your marriage or, you know, anything else. Like, your kids need you. And I feel like what that's what we're seeing in the world right now is um, all these people that are misunderstood and want to be heard and they're lashing out. Grown adults. Grown adults. Grown adults. Because I feel like it started when they didn't get heard as a kid. And it's like Tanner said. There's, there's always that never say never and never say always because right. there are exceptions to every rule. And you can be the best parent and your kid just go sideways. We know that. We recognize that. So don't take that person. You know, like we know that anything can happen. But I think for the most part, um, and it's one of the things of why I love Genesis so much. Don't you remember when we had this conversation? So I've done the story um, if you're not part of Ravenous, the story is basically the Bible in a book, you know, like in a uh, nonfiction read, right? So it's like start to finish, chronological order, tells you all the people, the when, the where. It's just easier. If you're if you're new to the Bible, you can understand it. And so Tanner would come in and I was, re I, I love Genesis, man. I love it. It sets the tone. It gives us the rules to play by. Like, I love it. She's like, Genesis is so hard. I'm like, oh, she was like I'm going to start with Genesis. Actually, I think I think I said, don't, st whatever you do, just don't start with Genesis. And you're like, I'm starting in Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Let there be light. Yes. I was like, um, okay, fine. But seriously, it talks about, you know, the man, the woman, God's design for them as people you know, individuals, then as together, marriage, kids, who you should be, what your purpose is. I mean, it is all right there. And it talks about how we should raise our kids, you know, and that your family has got to be first. 
And we have, especially as a society where we become want it now, 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 give yeah. it, give it, give it, you know, give it to worth me. Worth is in your job, worth is in your money, worth is in your everything else. Work harder to have nicer things and we never talk about be a better parent to raise better children. Yeah, I think that parenting is where we get that cliche Pinterest mom. Like, okay, you can cut their sandwiches into stars, but like, how does that affect them as adults? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I want to say like, screw the sandwiches, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you know, it's one thing. Let's go with that for a minute because if you're truly cutting the sandwich, you know, if you're a stay-at-home mom and you can cut them into a star because that's your way of saying... I'm thinking of you and I'm loving you and that's fine. But if not you're, because Sally did it for her kids and if now you're cutting I it into to. stars to put it on your Facebook, but you haven't even asked your kid how their day is. Which we have, I feel like, man, way too just, many. It's getting there. You know, there. in the world of social media, it's compare, compare, compare instead of getting to the root. But you know, I think we have a bigger problem than even comparison or that Pinterest mom, which is wanting to be our kid's best friend. Or living vicariously. Whatever you didn't get to do, oh, now you got a you kid want your, and now you get to do it. You Honestly. want your kid to have everything you didn't have. And the truth is that kid needs boundaries. The word no <laughs> is their friend. And, you know, seriously, I mean, I think that our... <clears throat> because a lot of parents, I feel like they don't say no because then the kid throws a fit and then you gave in so they know how to throw a bigger fit. So the cycle continues. Yeah, so by then the time you just they give grown in. up, they're nuts. Mm-hmm. Bigger fits. Massive. <laughs> Torrential fits. Torrential fits. <laughs> um, but seriously, you know, it, it, when does it, when have you ever seen a case of a parent who has not disciplined or not said no and given their kid everything they want and that turned out good. I mean, like, I really can't think of one. No. And honestly, if we look at like in a celebrity sort of way, a lot of these kids that get handed whatever. I mean, we've got shaved heads. Drugs. Suicide. Yeah. I mean, they, they're lost. They're mm-hmm. lost. God is a God of, of order, not chaos. And so he's telling you to have your house in order, have your kids in order, not chaos. And that comes with building the sandbox, the boundaries, creating them, defining them, making sure that your kids understand that. And the biggest thing is do what you said. The, one of the best pieces, I don't know where I learned that because I was, y'all, I was 21 years old when I had my first kid. Like, I look back, like that's Tegan. Mm-hmm. That was a, she, her having a baby would be like a, she needs that like a hole in the head. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. But, um, you know, somewhere, thank goodness. Um, I think, though, I had always wanted to be a mom. So I just hurry up and let me be a mom, you know, was kind of my story. But um, if you will teach them at toddler age that you mean it. Oh, man. Because, you know, I get to, you know, you hear so many people say, God, the teenage years. And while they're rough, I mean, yeah, my kids have a little more sass and they know how to, like, talk back. They know. Just ask them. They know. 
I've witnessed it. I've ripped some doors <laughs> off. I've taken a phone. Listen, one time Tinsley pissed me off so bad. <laughs> I took her phone. I said, I'm going to take a hammer to that, which I didn't have. I couldn't find a hammer. So I just took it and chunked it against the marble floor. It didn't break. So I picked it up and I chunked it again as <laughs> many times as it took for me to shatter that phone. Like I wasn't playing. And so, you know, they knew. They knew if I said, I'm taking the car, I'm taking the car. If they said, you know, if I said, I'm going to come pick you up, I'm coming to pick you up. You mm. know, like there is no. And that starts early. I mean, if I told Raven, you're not doing this, if you do this, it pained me more than it did her, but I did it. You but know? you have to be willing to. Right. You can't you know? say things you're not going to do. That's just it. You just can't. And let me tell you, you know, my infamous stories of when the girls were like three and four and they wouldn't pick up their DVDs. And I said, if y'all don't pick these up, I'm putting them in the trash. And they knew I was so serious that Tegan goes, Mom, you could at least give them to some kids that would take care of them. Thank you, Tegan. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> my mom would like, every time I would leave my flat irons on, she would take them and she'd box them up and give them back to me for Christmas. Once a year, I got Listen, them back. Listen, your mom, that's who needs to be on the show. Your mom is like my ruthless. Mother. I remember when she shaved, or I don't, I mean, yeah. I wasn't there for that. Shaved but her, head. Yes. She made me wear the same outfit Monday through Friday one time in high school. And it was the outfit I got in trouble in, which conveniently was a hot pink and black polka dot per. Oh, you remember? With that pink tool coming out. You can't miss that you're wearing it five <laughs> days in a row. Like, ain't nobody can miss that. <laughs> I could wash it. That was great. I don't even know what I did, but I remember that. Like, shame playing, man. That's the thing. You know, I, um, if I said, you know, it's one of those things like, and it sucks because let me tell you, I really did not want to break that $1,000 iPhone. But I told her but I was going to. It. And so you've got to follow through no matter the cost. Which also talks, uh, one of my other favorite pieces of advice I ever got was letting your kids do the little things so they learn how to do the big things growing up as a Dave Ramsey. Um, in fact, it's funny. We were talking about Dave Ramsey last, last week. week. And, um, you know, he talks about, he's using this as spending money. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a good example in a lot of ways kind of letting your kids slip up you know we always want to like save them from that bad choice right where if you let them when they're three and four five six ten twelve under your roof under your roof make some little choices and then have some consequences it teaches them to think for themselves and we're not doing that you know we are thinking for them rescue them saving them so i love that too when we're talking about following through so letting them make a choice, and you know, Dustin, he's like, sometimes you forget that you're not parenting me because I was so good at, <laughs> I was so good at like, okay, because, you know, have you, did you ever with Raven, like get to the point where you'd be like letting her think she was making the choice, oh, but yeah. it was really like A or B mm-hmm. and you laid out the two choices, but mm-hmm. she was like, oh, I get to pick. And you're like, yeah, from A or B. Yeah. Dustin's like, you got these options. <laughs> yeah. Dustin's like, hey. I get more choices than A or B. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, I was just uh, noticing yesterday when we were talking about parenting with Anthony, you know, Phoenix Wren versus Elena versus Matthew. He, in 2005, he had a two-year-old. I was dressing up for prom <laughs> when he had his second child and she was two. Yeah. That was just like a huge. I was like, I was getting senior pictures. <laughs> You were still being parented. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heavily. I'm sure. It's just so weird. Because how old were you in 2005? I was 17. 17? He had his second child. And she was two. 
Mm-hmm. Crazy, right? I forget. I, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's interesting because Anthony's kind of getting a do-over. Yeah. So it'll be kind of fun to see what he does oh my differently um, this go-round. That guy would have another one right now. Does he talk about, like, were there some things that he did in his parenting that he feels like he will do different with Phoenix Wren? Well, you know, he was Marines. So, I mean, even being a part of it is different for him because he was deployed. Gone, yeah. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, are there things that he let the kids do that he would change now? I think he was harder. So now he's a little softer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so now he's... It's funny. Well, I mean, I can definitely... Look, I even see that. You know how strict... I was super strict, y'all. I was so strict that my kids had... They could have one Coke a week, and that yeah, had to be on a Friday night or a Saturday night. Yours isn't um, Yeah, I was super, super strict, um, which it's funny because I really feel like my kids appreciate, and that's what... If I could tell y'all one thing, I mean, my, my oldest two are 20 and 21. They're sophomore and junior in college. One day... A&M, just <clears throat> had a ring ceremony. Yeah, my oldest is um, at A&M. My middle one is at Tarleton. Tarleton. Just went to Daytona, for lived out her dream of cheering for Daytona. But I really, you know, we still have our moments. One, because we're girl with girl, you know, mm-hmm. mom with daughter. Like, you're just <laughs> going to have those things, right? You still have that with your mom. I still have that with my mom. <clears throat> but I feel like... I've I've heard them over the last two years tell me, Mom, thank you so much. Like, they go to school and see how other kids are, and they thank me. And while you don't see that at 4, 8, 12, when you're telling Especially them no. Especially at 16 and 17, mm-hmm. when so-and-so's mom's fine with them drinking at their house. And it goes back to what we always say, doing the hard stuff up front makes your yeah. life easy. When you do the, take the easy way, makes The good thing about hard. my mom is by the time I got to 16 and other parents were letting their, you know, friends drink as long as they're at the house, like, I already knew, like, I ain't asking my mom to do that. She ain't never going to do that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, we never had to butt heads over that because we didn't even, that was not even an option in my head. That's like, exactly what my kids say, not. too. My mom will never allow that. Tell you me, know? even going to do they that. They don't even ask me. Right. That's what I'm saying. I would never have asked my well, mom Well, Tatum does. Tatum likes to. Tatum is a different animal. Listen. She's practically she's brilliant. a genius. She is. She's brilliant. And she's, what, she was had a job, her own business, walking dogs at how washing, washing dogs. Yeah. Oh, God. What? what she was she's, like 13. Yeah. And she was like, she here's my. 12. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was the first year we were in our, we, we were still building. So she was 12. Yeah. Had yeah. her own business. Listen. It, on her own. And that's my kid <laughs> who got the burner phone. Uh, tell the burner phone because <clears throat> most of our listeners don't know about the burner phone. So she was in seventh grade. So how old is that? Like 10 at fifth grade. So 12. She was about 12. Um, she had to run that business. She has. The, <laughs> she had. Um, she just had this fear of missing out. She still does. She loves. To, she's like her mama. She loves to be social. She loves to hear. She loves to talk. She loves all the things. Right. And um, that's fine and all. And, and Tatum is so smart. She forgets that she's 12. She I thinks she's 20. Say, but she's on every sport. She's on every top honors. She's on everything. Oh, she was second in her class until this year. Yes. So, you know, then it divided. And I don't know exactly what her standing is now. I don't think it's second right now. But um, anyway, she was second in her class for a long time. And so she's just tell you she's very, very smart and um, had that fear of missing out. So she kept getting in trouble for being on her phone 
So we would ground from the phone. And then I found the iPad, took the iPad, had a second iPad, took the second iPad, was on the PlayStation, took the PlayStation, had the Apple Watch, took the Apple Watch. I mean, I'm telling y'all, if there was a way she could communicate (laughs) with the outside world, she was finding it so much that I could still, I had taken everything I knew to take. And I was like, what is she doing? I couldn't, God would literally wake me up in the middle of the night and be like, need to go check on her and i'm like really i'm so sleepy he's like get up Mm -hmm. and i would bust her every time he would literally wake me up at two o'clock in the morning and i'd bust her well one more i went in there she had two cables in her bed and i said i own every electronic you have what could you possibly be oh that's my bluetooth speaker i took it to dad's ranch i was like "Mm -mm." Mm -hmm. i didn't buy it for a minute (laughs) so tegan happened to be home i said tegan you're gonna go in there tomorrow night when she's not when she's not expecting me sure enough tegan bust her with the burner phone so, uh, th- this chick was so smart. There we go. Uh, how did we get the burner phone is the she best part. She paid her friend's older sister to go to Walmart, get the burner phone. And then she was so smart, she used her debit card to, to buy, buy a vanilla gift, gift card. Cards. If you don't know what a vanilla gift card, those are just those... Visa gift cards. Uh, just, from Walgreens or HEB, wherever, um, you know, just in the gift cards section, just the generic ones you can give away. So, she would buy her minutes... On gift cards. On the gift card, so I didn't see it on her bank account. So she was just buying whatever at CVS. I laughed. Like, I straight up laughed. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. Even though she was in big trouble. In fact, she had to sleep on my couch for like two months. I ripped her door off her room. Like, it was... Oh, yeah, you got her. It was bad. But So, um... just can't even. But you had to laugh, because I was like, I don't... You're genius. Like, (laughs) this is going to make you a literal, like... So successful when you get older, Later, but, to, but not right yes, now. Though. But right now, you are sleeping on the couch. Um, <laughs> so trust me, we've gone through. But it's not that your kids won't; they will. And if you're the kind of parent that's naive to think that your kid won't, they will. We got news for you. <laughs> it's happening. It's how you handle it. Right, hitting it head on. Being that parent that when another parent calls you, how many times I've called another parent to let them kind of know what's going on, and they've. Been mad at me. Oh, yeah. Because their kid wouldn't, whatever. Their kid would never. And I'm like, okay. You know, where me, I'm like, give me all the news. <laughs> yeah. I tell my kids all the time, you better be careful because um, I'm one of the most well-known people in this town. I'm, it's not if, it's yeah, when. It's when you're going to find out. <laughs> my mom wasn't well-known, but I'm telling you, she made friends with people in the school. And I'd come home and she'd be like, you know, you should really put your books in your locker and not carry them around all day like that. It's hurt your back. I'd know she knew. <laughs> Somebody had said. Mm-hmm. Your mom is smart like that. Like she knows. She just knows who she needs to know. She does. That's it. But it's not. She's very. Uh, she's witty. You know what I mean? Like she's very. Um, I don't, resourceful is not the word. It's almost. It like, is, but it is, but she. It's more than that. It's and Raven had that quality too. She was going to be just like that. I was like, "What have I done, God, to make me birth my mother?" <laughs> like, I had my mother as. Hey, my listen, mother. Raven was going to have the burner no, phone too. Raven, Raven was, was smart. Mm-hmm. She was so smart. And this Phoenix one, will be this too. one coming up. She reasons already, which scares me. No, the genes in this one are just a bit much. The genes in all of you, super (laughs) smart. But, you know, I think the thing is, like we talked about, just identifying and being willing to look through the phone. And if you, um, I wish I could remember the name of the app that mirrors your kid's phone. If you've got to do that, 
You got to do that. Oh, absolutely. Because don't think your kid won't. I'm just going to do it up front. And if you think, I'm going to tell you, Tatum, you know, Tegan and Tinsley, and they'd get in trouble, I'd be like, girls, you have one chance to tell me the truth. Okay, mom, I did this. this mm-hmm. Tatum will look you dead in the eye. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she is not giving At least up. you got two that'll break, you know, with the truth. Yeah, but here's the part. When you get to the third one, you're tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, Tatum, like I just want to garden. Could you just stop? I'm tired. My parenting days are over. <laughs> no. Hurry up. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think that being honest and being willing to go through whatever hoop. I think, you know, everybody likes to lean on that. Parenting is so hard. So they try to make it easy. And like, if you accept that parenting is hard, then do the hard thing. Mm-hmm. Like, parenting is so hard. You're right. It is. So quit trying to hack it. And, you know, it's funny because I keep hearing a lot of parents say, well, you know, when I was that age, I would never do that. Okay, well, you're not them. And this is not the world that we lived it's in. Not, even for me. It's not. Like, this is not what we grew up in. And, and, you know, we talk about, it's like we know good and well that the the phones are a problem, right? Phones and social media, yet parents let them have their phone and social media to get them out of their hair. Right. They got social they don't even know about, which is a problem. Yeah. Oh, trust me. Uh, when I found that burner phone, she had just gotten her iPhone back. And she was supposed to have a curfew. She was supposed to put it on the kitchen counter. This is how I knew. Her curfew was 10 o'clock. She was supposed to put it on the kitchen counter. And that way she could charge it for the next day. Or I'm sorry, she's supposed to put it on my nightstand. Mm-hmm. And... When I would find it on the kitchen counter is how I would know, no, that's not the, you know, she would just kind of slide it a little, a little further away, a little further Mm -hmm. out, you know, seeing what she could do. And, um, anyway, totally lost my train of thought. Oh, well. Oh, no. What I was saying was she, um, so I caught her past 10 o'clock. She was leaving for the ranch to go with her dad to his ranch. And, uh, I said, Tatum, were you on that phone past 10? No, no. Okay. We have 16 cameras in this house, Tatum. Were you on that phone past it? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, let me just play this back. Okay, fine. Because, you know, I'm telling you, she would look me in the eye and be to fight me to the death. I mean, it was just not happening. She was going to go down in the blaze of glory. <laughs> and so I took the phone. She had to go to the ranch with no phone. And so, because um, I'm telling you, I was not afraid. Mm-hmm. I did not care if she sat there. And because let me tell you, at the ranch, it doesn't have Wi-Fi. There is no friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, she book. loves going Take to the ranch. Book. Don't get me wrong, but it's not the same as being home, you right, know. Right. And so Tinsley broke her. This is funny how God works too. Tinsley happened to be home, broke her phone, so I let her use Tatum's phone until she could get to Apple the next day. Tinsley goes through her phone, finds hidden folders. Oh yeah. So if you don't think. And even Snapchat makes it where you can for your eyes only. Oh yeah. If you don't know Facebook that your kid, vanish mode too. Yeah. So it's like. And so if you don't know that these folders exist on your kids' Snapchats and do. their Instagrams and even in iPhotos, they do. And you need to check it out. And you need to get on there. And you know, I have random with Tegan and Tinsley. It was a little different because they didn't have Snapchat back then. Right. So it was more like text and phone calls. And if they're, I would get the phone. Uh, bill out oh, yeah the paper and if exactly. it didn't match they lost their phone so then i would know that one thing got deleted mm-hmm. Where now it's where i don't know how like i'm physically 
and mentally scared for these parents raising like me. Yeah. Yeah. You. Yeah. Me. Well, I mean, I, the only thing that I can tell you that it like makes me feel better is that my husband is like on it. You know what I mean? Like we, yeah, this same, time, same, like, yeah, if, if, with Raven and that co-parenting, support. that's hard, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Anthony's. Well, you know, it. same with me. So I had two, my oldest two's dad and we were, when I say we were on the same page, we were for the first 12 years, the last five years. Um, but it was more like the only reason we were on the same page is he just went along with, I, I didn't have that kind of support from him to like, uh, discipline. Mm-hmm. I was the good cop, the bad cop, the ugly cop. Mm-hmm. Now Tatum, it's a little bit, I mean, with the burner phone, I woke up Wes at nine o'clock. He had gone to sleep. He had um, inventory. He manages Home Depot and he had inventory at like four o'clock in the morning, <laughs> nine o'clock. Like, wake I up. literally send Tinsley over there to knock on his door. I'm going to need you to come mm-hmm. over and address <laughs> right your now. daughter. <laughs> right now? Yes, right now. He's <laughs> the one that had to take the door off of her room. Like we co-parent. So I've had it on both sides, you know, mm-hmm. being the only parent. And it is such a blessing because yeah. even with Dustin, you know, raising my stepkids, whoa, my husband and I are not the same. <laughs> I cannot imagine us have it like we did not have one together. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That yeah. we would probably be divorced over parenting for real. <laughs> That's probably why he's can't have any more kids and we didn't have one. Because God knew that we needed to stay married, and that would be <laughs> the one fine. thing. Just my husband is the guy that would get up at one o'clock in the morning when the kids said, "I want ice cream," and take them down to the grocery store to get ice cream at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I would be like, "Why are you waking me up at one o'clock in the morning?" They probably wouldn't. Dustin would. Get, they wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't because they would. Dustin would be like, "Party, <laughs> no party." <laughs> uh, but you know, it's funny because now that we've been together eight years. And he has seen the differenting pairing, parent, different parenting styles. He tells me all the time, mm-hmm. like, I wish I could be more like you. And I think he really tried to um, step that up. And it, and yeah. even now, you know, obviously Kirsten is 21 and doesn't need that kind. But I think he now tells her more hard truths and helps her. And I think she really and appreciates it. Is shown. It. Yeah. I will just as somebody who's been a part and walking alongside it is very much shown in her character. So, you know, years. I just tell you all that because it's so hard to be the hard parent and it's so hard to discipline and have boundaries, but it so pays off, man. It so pays off. So what you can't see for that first 18 years. <laughs> well, I'll never forget my mama. Uh, she had a blueprint pretty much of if our house catches on fire, this is what you do. Like not even kidding. She had the paper. She drew it out. If your house is on fire, this is what we're doing. And then we're going to meet here. Like get it, whatever. Do what you need to do here. And like I always mirror that to like real life. Like I feel like she laid out a piece of paper and said, this is my expectation. These are our boundaries. We're going to meet here. And then, like, I knew what to expect. There's a huge thing in that. Like, if I can't predict my parent, well, then I can't predict anything. You know what I mean? Exactly. So that's what I want, like, for my parenting. Like, here's what I expect. Here's the thing. Here's exactly laid out. And then maybe we, you know, it doesn't work out that way. But overall, we going to meet here. You know what I mean? And, you know, I love that because I feel like, you know, again, I'm a huge advocate of mental health. You know, I think everybody and honestly, I think we all have 
times in our life and chemical changes in our life and where anxiety and depression, those things are absolutely 100% real. ADD, all of those things are 100% real. But I'm also a big believer in coping skills, a right. toolbox. And I wonder, you know, when we look at how many of our kids have ADD, they're so quick to label them or anxiety or those things, what would it look like if they had a blueprint? Right. What would it look like if they had a stable household, a stable parent, a stable situation, a stable parenting style? Would we see as much ADD and anxiety and depression? You know, I think that's what it, the blueprint is where it starts is creating stability. And I'm, I'm a big believer. Hello. I of all people. I've been married four times while I raised my kids. So it doesn't mean just because you, you have to stay married to create stability. That's very true. You can Double divorce, you can go through things and still create a stable environment for your kids. And if you think you can't, that's an excuse because, and I'm sure my kids are going to grow up and tell you how I screwed them up in this way or another, you know, somewhere along there. Nobody's perfect. No situation is perfect. But I think at the end of the day, they knew that there would be food on their table, what my discipline was, what the consequences would be what my expectations mm -hmm. and that brings me to another thing that I had heard early on which was your kids are always going to rise to your level of expectation yeah they are they're going to so if your expectation stays low your kids are just going to relax kick back they're going to do what you expect exactly and i'm just saying it's always better to have the hoop right raise the bar and and let them work towards achieving that because if your bar is too low the effort is what we're looking for um i heard one time in a podcast with ben he rewards the effort you have two kids one's really smart doesn't have to study at all you got one kid that has to study for hours and he makes a c like recognize the effort right mm -hmm. that's what we're looking for that's what i always tell my e for effort right i'm, like, not I'm gonna see how hard you work i'm not expecting you to be perfect i'm expecting you to work right you know and i think that's a huge um and, you know, even with Tatum right now, in fact, not being second, mm -hmm. I told her, whose fault is that? You know, you are not, mom, I'm, I'm still make. I mean, she still makes straight A's, but she's not doing, that's the thing with her. She got six, you know, she's almost 16. She's turning 16 next month. And she's gone, oh, well, I make straight A's. That's good enough. No, your expectation was to be second. So, you know, we're working back to get her back where, and you know, if she doesn't stay second in her class, that's not the point. The point was she told you her goal. She's falling it, chilling out. You're reminding her of her goal, mm -hmm. not even yours for her, but hers for her. And I'll give you, you know, Tinsley, <laughs> these two, my oldest two, you know, taking their college courses in high school, doing all the things, right? Tegan studied, studied, studied. Man, she was just such a good student, you know, had all the, she's just a little bookworm. She just had all her little ducks in a row. Tinsley, she's her mother, balls to the wall, like just very, um, she was the kind of person that could make an F on the progress report, but pull out a straight A. Mm -hmm. So Not she never had to work. It. You know what I mean? And, um, I kept telling her college honey is not going to work like that. So when she got to those courses and in her freshman year, mom, why didn't you push me harder? I said, Tinsley, mm -hmm. I led the horse to water every day, <laughs> dunked his head in the pond. And it said, nope. But, you know, so there are times where I did everything I knew how and she had to figure it out. 
for herself, you know, and now she's a great student and works hard and studies and has taken some um, classes to learn how to study. But at least she'd given her a toolbox so that when that happened, she was like, oh, man, I know it's rusty, but it's in here somewhere. But what would have happened? Exactly. What would have happened if I would have told her that was okay if you make a D? That's okay. Mm -hmm. Just do what you need to do. to get. As long as you don't bug me. As long as I can go live my best life and good luck with all that. You know, we're setting our kids up for failure and it's your job. And, you know, we have those kids for a reason. And then we don't take that job. Being a good steward of parenting is. That starts with you, man. Like if you can't create boundaries and if you can't establish priorities and if you can't for you, well, how are you going to do it? You're not. So that goes back to building your sandbox. Yes, it starts. And, you know, it's never, I I really believe, because I'll tell you, you know, when I got my last divorce before I met Dustin, I kind of fell off, I fell off the deep end. I I think when I say fell off the deep end, I, when I started dating Dustin, you know, my kids didn't have a babysitter until they were like 12 years old. Okay. So, I mean, I was the full-time parent. And then on the weekends, I we went bowling, we went putt-putting, we did all the things so I could, it was just in my mind that I wanted to keep them busy and out of trouble. And then when they got a little bit old enough to like make their own mac and cheese, I was like, peace out. Mm-hmm. I started trying to kind of find my own self. And they didn't do anything bad. It wasn't anything like that. But I lost sight of that my kids came first. You know, I put myself first for a couple years there. And so I tell you that because it's never too late. Now they'll tell you I'm back to the same mom that I, you know, always was for the last three years. And so, you know, we all derail, Mm -hmm. you know, if you look up and your kids failing and your kids making some poor choices, you know, don't give up. Don't just be like, well, I screwed that up. Press in. And I think that's true with anything in our life. You know, even when you feel like you're a failure all by yourself or that, you know, your relationship with God isn't close or, you know, you failed him too, or you failed your husband. So we, we get ashamed, you know, Mm -hmm. and we shut down and it's even more time to fight for and press in. Yep. I wish I would have learned that sooner. So the whole thing like that. What do you, uh, what, what do you think that you, you know, with Raven, even at six years old, what would you have said was your best parenting like, what do you think you did the best? Stability. I mean, it just, it just was. You could trust what I said. You could trust the home that you lived in. You could trust everything about me. And that's, you know, that was big, big for me. Big for her. Yeah. So what do you, th- what would you have changed even in that six little years? <laughs> I don't know. Not much. Parenting, not, not much. Not much. I mean, I only had six years and I thought, you know. I will say, I mean, I've obviously, same thing, I've watched you. I've watched you parent more than you've even watched me parent over the course of the entire 21 years. You know what I mean? I mean, I had all six years with right, you. You're right. You didn't have all 21 years with me, right. only the last 10. But um, you are really good, you know, which you come from Dana. You got some good, <laughs> uh, you had a good role I'm model like, oh, there. you but... think you got it bad, Raven? <laughs> I was already telling horror stories. But it's not just that. It's the way that you no. had Raven journal and, Mental you know, training was huge for me because I just wanted her... Like I said, man, I was, I put her through kindergarten twice. She had that June birthday. I have the June birthday with this baby. We're going to put her through kindergarten twice. Why? Not because of kindergarten, but because you're, I want you to be the old one, not the young one when we're 16 and we're 
drugs and sex and things like that's where I'm thinking of. And you know what? I'm a prime example that some you don't know what the future holds. Raven never made it to 16, but I was already planning for that. Like, you know, I want you to I don't want you to be the young one in this world. And, you know, when you're talking about planning, that was another really great piece of advice that I got um, from one of my clients. Actually, when I was going through when I just become a stepmom and um, Kirsten was throwing me for a little loop and, you know, kind of. Again, remember, my kids could have one Coke during the week <laughs> and Kirsten could drink the whole, you know, 24 pack at dinner. <laughs> you know, we just had two very different. And a client of mine said, you know, establishing those boundaries early on. So, OK, what does that look like? What age are you going to let them wear makeup? What age are you going right. to let them date? What age are you going to let them go to the movies co-ed? What age are you going to let them get their ear pierced? I mean, I have girls, so I don't it's hard for me to recommend these things for boys um but whatever boys do decide when are when are they able to have spend the nights where do those spend the nights look like do their parents help are they going to get to go to parties which is all the blueprint if you yes i love that so much if you will establish if you and your husband or you as a single parent will establish those things way before you need them right way before and then your kids don't ask my kids didn't they knew like i didn't let them wear makeup till they were seventh grade they had to be junior high and even then, they could not wear foundation and eyeliner. It was light mascara. Powder. Yes. Light, Clairol. Yep. Lip gloss. And then when they got to high school, and then that also gave them something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And with boys, you know, I'm a big believer. We're not going to do that whole you can't date thing. But they ain't going anywhere with a boy. <laughs> so in my mind, I said they could date at 16. Right. And, um, you know, if I've got to give you a car at 16, you're going to be driving places we're going to have 16 years for you to establish what that looks like. But by 16, I need to be able to trust you to go have lunch with a boy, you know, because I'm going to put you in a motor vehicle. Mm -hmm. So those were kind of things that I had established. And I told my girls that, so they don't, they know no boy comes over. You're not going on a date. Even Tatum just said last night, I'm turning 16. I can go on a date. I said, that doesn't guarantee a date. (laughs) That's when I will consider it. (laughs) But you know, she, she knew what that boundary was. She knows when to get her ear pierced. She knows, you know, I I never even let my girls go on co-ed movie dates. I I mean, I would see their friends go 10 years old to the movies with boys and girls. It's like, well, you know, there's going to be girls. You don't think that those kids are in that back row? (laughs) Because they are. They don't care what their friends are doing. In fact, their friends are the little Mm -hmm. eyes watching for the parent. Secret keepers. Uh huh. Speaking of, I have to tell you a funny story. <laughs> this is how serious I was as a parent. Man, Tinsley came home and wanted to go to the movie with a boy, and I told her no. How old was she? Oh god, around. I want to say ten. Hmm. Ten or tw- I mean, I really think it was like fifth grade, fifth or sixth grade. Okay, and she had this friend named Maddie. And so Friday night, she asked me to go, and I said, absolutely not. You're not, well, but boys and girls, no, you're not going. So Saturday night came along. My dad was in town. We were at Joe T's, because that's my dad's favorite place. And um, I get a phone call from Tabitha, the mom, Maddie's mom. It says, oh, I dropped the girls off at the movie. I was like, okay. And then I thought, the light bulb went off. Mm-hmm. That little girl just <laughs> outsmarted me. Did it. She went and spent the night with her friend and then got that mom to take him to the co-ed movie. I leave Joe T's. <laughs> I, I go straight to that movie theater. I am ready to 
find her with those kids, you know, the boys and girls, and I'm going to rip her a new one, and she is going to come, and I'm going to embarrass her like nobody's business. <laughs> I walk in that theater, I open that door, I round that corner, and there's her and Maddie with their popcorn watching a chick flick. <laughs> she goes, Mom, what are you doing here? I said, oh, Tinsley May, I thought you were in here with the boys. And she's like, what do you think I am, stupid? <laughs> I was like, but that just showed me. She knew, but I was willing to leave dinner mm -hmm. in Fort Worth to drive there and catch her if that's what it took. And that's what it takes. Yeah. <laughs> just wait. It's coming. Hey, I've witnessed you, man. It, it's coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> I look back and. Oh, yeah. It's coming for me. I know. And, you know, she's 20 and she's still figuring out. I mean, that same little girl that says, what do you think I am, stupid? You know, at 20, she still does things. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I thought you weren't stupid. but <laughs> <laughs> You said in the theater. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. Let's, you know, I would love, like we connected last week with our listeners. You know, let's talk about it in the comments. What's your um, blueprint? What's your blueprint? What things are you struggling with? You know, Tanner and I. We're, we're working on this podcast. And you remember, we haven't done this before. So we're on episode seven. We uh, can barely share it on the first try. Yeah, seven weeks. But we're really working, connecting with you guys. Um, next week, we're going to talk about co-parenting co -parenting and what that kind of looks like. Um, but I love the blueprint because as you built the blueprint of your sandbox, what does that blueprint for your parenting look like? So tell us about it. We're going to connect with you all week in the comments. See you next week, too. Build your walls. Tear down your no! walls. Tear Build your, your dreams. Walls. Episode 8 might get that ending. We'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>